Chevre, Boker Tov, Boker Or. What's happening? Good morning. Okay, we are on Perak Yudchat, and we are dealing with our confusion. Our confusion is based around these four questions that we're trying to figure out. So we started off by discussing the third question, which is the Yerusha question. So how is this a Yerusha, or why is this a Yerusha, or, you know, Bichlal? So we said that because the Avos were on such a high level, and they were like a Merkava, that due to that they had an unbelievable schus. The schus was for them to be able to bequeath to all generations after them, right, this uh, holy neshama, this holy soul. So that is a very, very uh, amazing idea. Why is it an amazing idea? Because it's different from all of creation, right? Because what we're saying here is that Bichlal, the whole creation is being made from Klipa. Whether we're talking about three Klipas Temeus, or we're talking about Klipas Noiga, we're talking about one of those two things. All of a sudden, you have these entities that instead have something called Kedusha. Right? And you have, they have a soul of Kedusha. That's a, that's a big Chiddush. Right? So this is, this, is, this is where we're getting it from. So then we went on to say, in yesterday's discussion, we said that it's from the Arba Oilamos, right? And Lekol Echad Ve'echad Kfi Madregasa Ve'kfi Masav. That's where we left off yesterday with this discussion. So let's discuss it. What do you think? No? So we were talking about yesterday, how could this work? Right? And what is the difference? Why does he have to bring, what, number one, Madrega, number two, actions? So we, we sort of uh, angled the conversation in a way that said Madrega is what? Basically where you're starting off. And where you're starting off is based on where you were, right? And then we said Maasav means what? Actions. Through what he does in this lifetime. Which leads me to understand, which is based on, we understand in Kabbalah, that if you will spend time learning the book uh, Sefer Gilgulim, right, or Shar Gilgulim, there's two uh, versions of it, right? Basically a similar idea, uh, very similar, right, from the Arizal. It talks about over there the idea of how a person through his actions and through his avoida in this world, he is in fact able to, um, so to speak, rise up in terms of receiving more and more and more of the different levels. Now, what we're going to see in a minute is that there are a myriad of different levels that we're talking about here. Number one, we have a concept called which world are you coming from? Number two, you have a concept called, right, nefesh, ruach, neshama. Right? Then you have, in the nefesh, ruach, neshama, you have also nefesh, ruach, neshama of it. You also have the ten spheros of each level. Right? So you have so many different levels that you can be coming from. So what we're saying here, essentially, what? Everything has, yeah, you just keep on, it's like, a, 
Yeah, you just keep on going, you keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. So essentially what we're going to say here is like the last level that he's going to talk about here is if you look down, right, uh, where, where is he? Just, just skip ahead a second. Um, he's going to be talking about nefesh de malchus de asiya. Right? So nefesh is the lowest level. Malchus is the lowest level. And asiya is the lowest level. Right? In other words, asiya is the world lowest world. Malchus is the lowest level of that world. Nefesh is the lowest level of right, Nefesh Ruach Neshama. And essentially you can just keep on going, right? Because you have it's it's almost like there's there's almost no limit to how many different levels you could just keep on, you know, breaking it up and breaking it up and breaking it up and breaking it up, breaking it up. On and on and on and on. You with me? Oh, the, the Arizal explains, or say Reb Chaim Bital writes down, explains over there, is that through a person's actions, through a person, what they do in this world, they are able to tap into higher levels of this whole discussion. So in other words, a person can essentially start off at, let's say, this lowest level, what we're talking about here, nefesh of malchus of, of asiyah. But through his avoida in this world, he could merit to rise up to, let's say, ruach of malchus of asiya, or neshama of malchus of asiya. Now, bechlolis, when we talk about nefesh, ruach, neshama, we're talking about three general categories. What are they? Nefesh is what? Focused on the actions. Ruach is focused on emotions. Neshama is focused on intellect. You could also say that based on what is basically essentially shining in you, it's going to dictate what you're drawn towards also. Right? You have people that are much more inherently, right, they're more intellectual. Right? That's just who they are. Other people are more emotional people. Other people are not intellectual, not emotional, but you know, just very action-based people. Right? That is coming from where is their soul coming from. And as they develop, they could then draw down higher levels, right, from their original source, right? And as those higher levels then come into them, what winds up happening is that they then will, uh, so to speak, express that uh, revelation in their, in their being, in the way they are. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Okay, so it's, it's a little bit of a confusing topic. There's no question about it. And in order to truly understand it better, you have to, you know, there are books, like I said, Gulim is one of them, that goes into it a, a lot more. That's not what we want to express here. This is just a, a little bit of a background. Yeah. Can they only go up within the world that they're from, though? No, they could even, you could even go higher. You could even go higher. As far as I remember, I have to, uh, I, I mean... Forgive me if I, <laughs> you know. But from what I understand, it's like there's this constant capability of climbing, right? That's basically what you're doing down here. Now, the Alter Rebbe elsewhere explains that you could also look at, or Mashpiyam explained that the Alter Rebbe could mean also, Madrege Masab could mean something else also. It could mean also the Madrega here refers to the parents. What level of holiness the parents are on. And Masab refers to the act of intimacy. 
based on the active intimacy, is going to also be able to draw down what type of level of soul also. So you have actually this interesting idea. We talk about this more clearly in Parag Base. If you remember the end of Parag Base. Oh, okay, very good. So the question is, what are the garments of the soul that it's talking about there in Parag Base? So for the most part, it's referring to... Uh, some people say the Nefesh of Bahamias, some people say it's the Nefesh of Sichlis. But there is definitely something based on the holiness of the parents that will enable a person to draw down, or a parents to draw down, right, a holier Neshama or a less holy Neshama, like you see. Like, for example, right, the famous story, uh, you probably know the story of the, of the Mitle Rebbe. You know the story I'm talking about? Isaac, come on. I thought you knew all my stories right now. So just hang out a little bit longer. So, there's a famous story of the, of the Mitle Rebbe that he was chavrusas with a particular chassid, and they would learn together, and they on, on, and you know eventually they, this one got married, this one right, the Rebbe got married, and he got married, and they didn't see each other for a while, and sometime later, right, uh, this chassid came to I guess he was coming to Yechidus by the Alter Rebbe. And he met uh, the Mitle Rebbe. This is obviously before the Mitle Rebbe became Mitle Rebbe, right? And the Mitle Rebbe, like, you know, like, hey, talking, you know, what happened to this? You know, you know, you're not, you're not holding on the same level as me anymore. Like, what, what, like, what, what are you doing wrong, basically? You know what I mean? And so he, like, he was like, bothered, he like bothered this this chassid. So, so the chassid answered him back and said to him, you know, like, you know, how could you compare? Right, you, you know, basically, you're like a, you know, like an eagle, you know, born from eagles, you know, and I'm like, you know, what is it, like the ugly duckling, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's like you can't compare the two, you know, you, you know, you're, you're, you're born of these parents, right, who draw down this holy neshama, you know, from the highest of the highest levels, right, and you are, you know, basking in the light of of your father, and uh, and me, I'm, I'm a simple, you know, whatever, I don't know, I don't think he was so simple, let me tell you, right, if he was the Chavruz of the Mitle Rebbe, you can imagine how great he must have been, right, but relatively speaking, uh, you know, what, what, like, what are you saying to me, like, what, what are you talking about? So later on, the Alter Rebbe gave, uh, uh, gave this chassid a yashakayach for making my son uh, the barrel, he called him the, the, the middle rebbe into a chassid. That he should understand, right? That, that that it's not, it's not, you know, that there are certain things that are that you can't, you know. Oh, why aren't you? No, uh, you know. So anyway, so the point being that yeah, so it says in the end of Parag Base that clearly um, that the parents influence the nefesh asichlis or the nefesh bahamias of everyone. So we are all like our taivas and our and our nefesh bahamias dikkah things are definitely a direct relationship to our parents and uh, what they put into us. On the other hand, you have to say that there is something too that a holy or people are able to draw down a holier neshamas. There's no question about that as well. Now we're going to get to at the end of this page a different idea that there could be right that the that the Rebbe is going to bring here in brackets on the top of the next page that you could have you could have a very, very holy neshama that could come down in, uh, uh, into a family of Amaratsim, right? So that's a whole different discussion. Yeah, what were you going to ask? How did he make him into a chassid? How did he make him into a chassid? Like, what does that because, 
to understand that not everyone not everyone is 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 coming from the same place and you have to appreciate people like for for what they are and not to, like you know what i mean that that uh, you know you you're born from the alter rebbe and his wife his rabbitson and you grow up in the in the house so this is the you know come on and here's here's a different type of person who was born from, I don't know how regular or not regular, but uh, certainly not the level of the Alter Rebbe. And Baruch Hashem, look at what he's been able to accomplish. Maybe he's been able to accomplish even more than you. That's the idea type of thing. You know what I mean? Like okay. you're starting at, like in the, simple, in the most simple level of this conversation is you're starting at level 80. And so you made it up to 85. But this person maybe started at level 20 and he only made it up to level 50, but he moves up 30 rungs. Right? But like that's amazing, you know. So appreciating each person for who they are, as opposed to who they're not, you know, type of thing, or who you're comparing them to. Okay, all right. I think we we, we discussed this enough. I, I'm doing all the talking today. It's a little bit boring for me. So let's go further. Then he says like this. Now, uh, why do you have to bring two things? First of all, what's the difference? On the Hava Mina, that, uh, you know, Kal Shabakalim, the person who's, you know, Avaran Shabbos, Gemara uh, there, says this, that, the other. Ah, but even a person who does a Veris and, you know, does the worst possible things. So this is, yeah, this is a, not a culture game, but this is like, even, like, this is a bigger Chiddush. Right? There's a bigger Chiddush. In terms of what? In terms of a Kal Shabakalim. How do you translate Kal Shabakalim? The light of the lightest. Light of the lightest, right? So, in other words, he, you know, he makes mistakes, he doesn't do the right thing, he's not. Uh, but Lavdavka is he Bikavana going against Hashem. He's just like whatever, you know, like one of these type of guys. Paisha Yisrael means what? What's Pesha Yisrael? Isaac, where's your smile today? Come on, what happened? No coffee, no nothing. What's going on? What? Blasphemers. Blasphemers. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a word from, uh, from, from Los Angeles? Blasphemer. Right? Means someone that's what, Teva? Oh, Pesha, like no, negligence? Not negligence. Here he's, he's mamish going against. In other words, not just a person who is like, like, okay, so he, uh, you know, whatever, he's like Kal uh, Shabakalim, uh, so he's not as serious, or he's not, you know, he makes, he doesn't do the right thing. A Paisha Yisrael means someone who is like Mamish out to get Hashem. You know, I'm going to show you, you know, he's like, he's the guy that makes a barbecue, you know, and has a cheeseburger on Yom Kippur. Because he's going to be like, you know, that's it, boom, on page 46. Right? Purpose? I'm purpose, like not, yeah, I'm purpose, like going against, like Dafka, you know, like boom, you know, that's that's what he's about. Wow. That's that. So he says over here, right? So even this person, right? Right? Nefesh the nefesh, right? So nefesh of nefesh, right? So we have nefesh bechlal is the lowest level, and then of nefesh it's nefesh of nefesh, right? Of malchus, right, which is the lowest level of asiya of the lowest world. So maybe I should be thinking to myself, well, that's not well. What's the big deal about that? 
Great. So he, low, he brings the lowest level of the lowest world, of the lowest of the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. Yashikayach. Thank you very much. You know, like, uh, very good. Like, why, why am I, why am I, uh, <laughs> why am I extolling? You know, why am I, why am I praising this thing? Why am I praising this? What's, what's the Chiddush here? Oh, because despite the fact that it's the lowest of the low, you can't get lower than this. It's still from the realm of Kedusha. That's what he's going to say here. So you're talking about as, as low as this person is and that he's able to accomplish in terms of giving birth with his Rebetzin, or maybe you can't call her a Rebetzin, but whatever, right? Nevertheless, even this guy who's Poche Yisrael, Mamashi's going out on Yom Kippur to make a barbecue, and, and, uh, you know, even this guy... Why? So what's the Chiddush here? What's the Chiddush here? The Chiddush is, the fact is that because he is a child of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. That's the point. Is it based on his Ma'asav? No, not based on his Ma'asav that he wouldn't get it. If it was based on his, 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 who, his actions or what he's, then who knows what would be happening. Here, what we're saying is the Chiddush of this discussion is I don't care how far away you are. If you're a Jew, right, then you have this power. And it has nothing to do with you. It just has to do with the fact that you have a Yerusha from your father. Kapish? Yeah, you with me? So even this person is able to bring down the nefesh, the nefesh, the nefesh, the nefesh, the malchus, Shehi madrega hatachtayne shebegedusha Ha'asiyah. Yeah, this is the lowest level of the holiness of Asiyah. However, since what? What does it say, Teva? What is he saying? Yeah, that's right. Since this is, right, one of the Ten spheres of Kedushas. He klula mikulan. What does that mean? He klula mikulan. Included in them is all the other ones. That's right. The difference between, what's, what would be, if you were to say, what's the difference between klipa and Kedusha? Three words or less. Five words or less. Inclusion but, versus exclusion. Okay, Why? Because the definition of tohu is that... Not tohu, don't talk about tohu. Tohu is different. Well, klipa is a realm in which things don't get along. Okay, go deeper. No, Isaac. Isaac, you awake today? What happened? What time did you go to sleep last night? You could tell. It's amazing how you could tell in a person. Yeah. But I got up early. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. You went to sleep very late and you woke up very early. Very good. <laughs> New one word definition, two word definition. Giliyalukus. Okay, go deeper. What what are we saying? One word. One word. I'm looking for one word. Kedusha means let's say klipa. Klipa means concealment. Separate. Separate. And therefore Kedusha is Achdus. That's the major. That's the major difference, right? Kedusha itself means separate. Kedusha, yes, but the Indian of Kedusha, Indian of Kedusha means Achdus. Achdus. It's all one. It's only Hashem. 
That's the whole Nakuda of Kedusha. Right? The Inyan of Klipa is Yesh. Yesh means I am separate from you. That's the concept of Yesh. So what we're saying here is that as far as you go, right, even though there is a concept to how much is revealed, right, because once you say that there's a world of Asiya and you say there's a world of Atsilus, you're talking about a line versus a circle, right? So you can't say that it's the same. It's not the same. Atsilus and Asiya are totally different in Revelation. But they're say, still on the same track. They're still on the same track. Right? They all are dealing with the union of Achtus. So therefore, Kulon, like we said in the words, right? Klula Mikulon. They could include, they could join together. They're all one. They're all one within the other. Masha'ink and Klipa is the idea of Yesh. Yesh is the idea of separate, which means that I am distinct from you. This table is distinct from this chair. Right? It's different. It's separate. Right? Once you deal with separateness, then you have a difficulty in the idea of uniting. Are you with me? So this is what he's saying over here. That even though we're talking about, on the one hand, the lowest level of, of Kedusha, right? we're talking about the lowest of the lowest levels. At the end of the day, right? If you talk about a guy that's the worst player in the entire NBA, there's still a huge difference between playing in the NBA as opposed to you're still you're still on the highest level, as opposed to playing in high school, right? Or college. As good as you're going to be in high school, you're not going to be on that. It's like a different world. It's totally different, right? It's a different story. It's a different chain. It's a different world completely. So yes. This Paisha Yisrael, who's mamish doing things to, to go against, to go against, right? On purpose, right? He's doing this. Despite that, despite that, he, based on the fact that he is, has a Jewish, right? He has a Nefesh Alukis, right? Therefore, as long as he and his wife both have a Nefesh Alukis, they could bring out a Nefesh Alukis. Kapish, right? That's what we're saying here. Gam mecha, right? So, what does it have included within it? Gam, yeah. But what about a white Jewish woman and non-Jewish man still gives a nefesh alukis? That's true. That's true. You're right. But you can imagine, right? Okay, let's let's not go there. Gam mechachma, right? Gam mechachma da'asiya. So it has within it, even though it's malchus, which is the lowest level of asiya, right? It has within it the highest level of Asiya, which is Chachma. Now, what, how, where did Chachma come from? Well, if you go back up the track, right, Chachma came from where? Chachma Vasiya came from where? It's a direct result of Malchus of Yitzira. And inside Malchus of Yitzira is Chachma of Yitzira. Where did Chachma of Yitzira come from? Malchus of Bria. And what, uh, 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 until you get even to Malchus of Atzilus. So let's think about this for a second. Let's go back to our discussion here in the Perak. So is it really Ava that is being bequeathed? Or what is being bequeathed? Kedusha. The union of Kedusha. I like that answer. Right? The union of Kedusha. 
There's a nefesh alukis. That's what's being bequeathed. So what we're essentially saying here is that once you have that nefesh alukis, so then, then it winds up being a natural tendency to have that type of relationship. As covered over as it might be, even with the Poshe Yisrael that's making a barbecue on Yom Kippur, deep down, he may have covered it up with lots of layers of who knows what, but he also has that, not emotion, but that, so to speak, that entity within him, which could bring out that emotion of the Ava Mesoteris. That's what's being bequeathed. That's what's being given over. Kapish, you with me? So that's what he's saying here. That he even has within it the Malchus of Atzilus, right? Etc. Etc. And that's what the, the whole chiddush here is. That it's dafka the or of that is shining inside of me. So it's really bichlal, not a an emotion. It's not something that you can create. It's not something that you can meditate upon in terms of developing this feeling. It's something that is or is not. The question is, really, how do I tap into it? That's going to be very, very important to my whole story. But now I know that I have this nuclear power inside of me that is not contingent upon my uh, actions, my speech, my thought, my anything. I can do anything, literally. And I will still have this power plant inside of me. As dim as it may be, but it's there. You with me? That's what we're trying to say here. And that's where we're coming with this whole story. So now we can understand the union of the Yerusha, why that whole point is so important. Because despite what I do or how I act in this lifetime, as long as I'm a child of my avos, so therefore I'm going to get this. Right? The child, there's no such thing as writing the child out of the will. That doesn't exist in our, in our book. Right? It doesn't work. And therefore, what I really have inside of me is meyer or ain't so baruchu mamish. Kirechsiv Hashem bachachma yisod aretz. Bekulam bachachma asisa. Because at the end of the day, the chachma is what's going in. Right? And the or ain't so is shining in the chachma. But, but isn't the or ain't uh shining everywhere? Isn't the or ain't sof shining everywhere? What a great question. How are you going to answer it? Um, I don't know. Try to answer it. Because it's from Chachma specifically? Mm, not necessarily. What? Well, it's not. It's pretty concealed. That's, that's what we're saying. But there's a difference between the or ain't sof the way it is in Klippa and the way it is in Kedusha. Right? So you're right. Everything is the Orient. So you could ask that same question, right? We had that question in, in the beginning of the second chapter. Right? What was the beginning of the second chapter? How does it start? Right? This table is not a It is also, right? So what's the difference? Right? So we went through a whole discussion over there when we learned chapter base. Right? 
Oh, you have to listen to it. You can find it on Spotify. Here we go. Advertisement for, uh, <laughs> for my, my Tanya shear on Spotify somewhere. I gave that, that one was like a five-minute shear. But whatever. Look, look it up. <laughs> oh, you may have even been here. Oh, I don't remember. I mean, when I, the one that's there is from whatever. Until Yonatan's able to figure it out, we're still, we're, we're almost up and running again. Big breakthrough last night. Oh. Hashem. We're breaking through the klipas. Okay. So the nikuda here, though, is, let's, let's finish with this. What we're saying here essentially is that we've now established that it belongs to everyone, number one. We've established that it's a whole different discussion than, we, than what we had in chapters, you know, 1 through 17, because 1 through 17, the Avodah Tamad, the Benini, right, is really all about me creating through my five-step plan, right? Here, what we're now coming to the conclusion of is that this has nothing to do with me creating anything. It's always there, and it's in every single Jewish person, no matter who they are. Even the Poishe Yisrael has it. Every single one has it. And as we're going to see in tomorrow's class, that you could even get the neshama of a very, very high-level neshama from the highest levels that can be born into a family that are totally not what you would expect this high-level neshama to come into, right? Because once you're within the realm of Kedusha, so then you are within the realm of Kedusha, right? So therefore, it's all on one train track. As far away as you go, you're still within the same train track, Okay? So that's what we're discussing now. And now we're getting much more of a hint of where we're going to find this. So where are we going to find this in our neshama, or in ourselves, in our, in our being? Obviously in the level of... I think you look so tired. <laughs> where are we going to find it? Teva. In my... In my... Where am I going to find this level in me? Where am I going to find this? It's going to be, as we're going to see on the top of the next page, it's going to be in the level of Chachma. That's where it has to be. Right? It's the opposite of what we said before. In my five-step plan, the whole emphasis was on the level of Bina, which is about Yesh, about me, about me digesting the information, me going through the details. I have to develop it. I have to work on it. I have to contemplate. I have to learn the material. I have, Remember my muscle from yesterday? Right? When you're meeting a new person, a stranger, you want, to, in order to develop a relationship with that stranger, you want as much information as possible. Right? You need to know, well, where are you from? Oh, do you know such and such? Do you go to this high school? Right? Oh, you played this sport? Oh, I know the guys that were on the team. Oh, you know, do you do this? Oh, you did that? Oh, you went to here? Oh, you're friends with this person? Oh, I'm friends with that. Ah! You're sizing the person up. You're inputting details into your bina in order to think about it, to decide, yes, I do want a relationship with this person. Oh, this guy is like, whoa, you know, he's involved in this, involved in this, involved in this. Maybe I don't want to have a relationship with this person. Or, well, this person is involved with this, involved with this, and he knows this person, and he's friends with this one. Oh, I definitely want to have a relationship with this person. And the more I think about it, oh, I want more. Yeah, a better, better relationship. Oh, better. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a father, a mother, a brother, a sister, regardless. The father or the mother, they could be the meanest people in the world. 
I have a relationship with them. That's why so much, so many psychiatrists are in, are in business because at the end of the day, right? How many people are going to a psychologist or psychiatrist because of you know their relationships or lack of relationship with their parents? Why don't you just say, okay, I don't want to see you tomorrow. That's it. I, I, I'm going. So, and even when a person, a child, does do that, they're still even more psychologically, you know, difficult. Why? Because inherent within the child is the father. Inherent, that's just the relationship. That's just the, the, the bond that's there, regardless of how you want to do it. But if your next door neighbor acts like a jerk, you could say, you know, I, I'm sorry, you know, I don't want to have a barbecue with you. I'm not interested. I, and Matov Manayim, we're finished. I don't have to have a relationship with my neighbor. What's the difference? You see the difference? So one is based on my bina. One is based on my one is based on my on my understanding, on my details that are coming in. Right? That's that's one relationship. That's the whole relationship that we talked about until chapter 17 of Tanya. That I am going to you can come closer if you want. You can come, come join us. Right? That that's the idea of, of my relationship with God. So I have to understand God. I have to learn about God. I have to do, try to figure out God. I have to learn as many details as I can about God, right? And then by understanding all the details, as many details as I can, I could then put that all together in a pot. I could think about it. I can contemplate about it. And I could build myself up to saying, you know what? There's a God. God is good. God is good for me. I want God. And therefore, I'm going to do the mitzvahs and I'm going to talk Right, I'm gonna think, talk, do Yiddishkeit. But that's all based on my analysis of the situation. The more I am going to spend my time learning Hasidis, so the more I'm going to be able to understand more details of Hashem, the more I'm going to be able to, the more I'm going to be able to then develop this emotion, or at least this good right, this good thought, as we talked about in chapter sixteen, right? Enough to be able to push myself to do the Yiddishkeit thing. Chapters 18 on is totally talking about the opposite story. It's irrelevant of how much, how many details I know about God. I have this inner connection regardless. So all I have to do is I have to figure out how do I reveal this inner connection. Right? And the more I'm able to understand how I could reveal that inner connection, so then all of a sudden I'm going to be unleashing this tremendously powerful energy that is going to be to the point as he's going to say in the next couple of chapters he's going to say to the point of even Mesiris Nefesh right that is based on and that's the difference between a Mesiris Nefesh that comes from Yechida versus a Mesiris Nefesh that comes from uh, Chaya as he talk, the Rebbe talks about in, in Mimar right because the mysterious nefesh that comes from Yechida could be even and this is what we see and we'll conclude with this as we're going to get to is that you could have a person who's totally anti-religious give up his life for, for Yiddishkeit I may not have lived as a Jew but I'm going to die as a Jew I mean how many times do we hear that in, in, in our lives right how could that be the guy is not even interested in doing enough uh, self-sacrifice to keep Shabbos to not eat a hamburger with cheese on it but yet he's willing to die. That makes no sense. It's totally not, does not make any sense at all. The reason why is because you're tapping into an energy that has been concealed within him. And therefore it's not based on his understanding. It's based on his mahus, on his whole being, his etzim of who he is. 
Masha Inkin, when you have a self-sacrifice that's based on, this makes sense logically, then it's all really just, it's all coming from me. It's a seichel dika thing. It's a different level that you're going to reach. But we'll talk about that later on when we get to this uh, in these chapters. Suffice it to say, we'll, let's finish here with um, what we talked about and we'll continue in Mitzvah Hashem uh, with tomorrow's uh, class. Yeah? We said that uh, meditation is usually through the process of Bina. It is. Not we tap usually. Into the level of Chachma and this that we're speaking about. Uh, Hold on. What, what did you say? How do we tap into this level if it's Okay, so we have to figure out how that works. He hung up in the middle. Uh, we have to figure out that's. But but now we we first we're starting by setting up the stage to understand what exactly is flying here. We'll continue.